Hello and welcome to It's Not Polite to Ask. I am your host, Albert Destrade, alongside my interim co-host, Brandon Shaw. We are back. We are excited. We have a podcast for you today. Brandon, for you, how's it going on the on the dating app scene? How is how is life as a successful 30-year-old on the dating app trail? Well, uh, thanks to Jarrett, I definitely went back and uh, did the whole photo reevaluation thing and uh, removed any photos potentially with me holding uh, a large dead fish or anything of that type of uh, situation. I don't guys, know why guys do that. By guys me. holding fish is the dumbest thing I've ever I, seen. I have no idea. They, they don't work in a Seattle fish market. Like It doesn't make any sense. It's insane to me that they're just like, look at this carcass. Please date me. Yeah, it's like they're saying, this could be you. <laughs> it's, it's honestly saying, I've murdered a living thing. How yeah. would you like to step in a carcass? Watch your back or I'll spear you. It makes no sense to me how they think that that's a positive attribute. I, I get that you enjoy fishing. I just don't. Is it like the hunter-gatherer thing from like an evolutionary standpoint? Like, what, what, what gives with that? I really have no idea. If anything, if they're really trying to attract women, they should post a picture with them and like a dead spider of like, look what I can do for you. <laughs> yeah, just like changing attire and being like, wow, look Yeah, at exactly. Something that's actually useful. Because yeah. I can just go you know, to a restaurant and buy a fish. I don't know if people realize that. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. My pictures are still kind of shitty. I, are you uh, sure that's not just the way you look? Well, it, it might be. I will tell you this. I did have some photographs taken for this program because we're getting a little bit of steam. And I may, I just may, have used them on some of the dating apps. And I got to tell you, my results have been slightly better, I guess. Brandon, I got to tell you, dude, I, I still don't know what I'm doing. As much as I might now connect with some of these girls on the dating apps, I just feel weird like getting a stranger from the internet to just be like, okay, now, person, come and meet me at a place. It just, it seems awkward and like... It just doesn't seem organic. Like, what, what are you doing? There's got to be something you're doing. Cause I, I feel like you're doing a little bit better than I am. I feel awful. I, I have no problem, honestly, getting matches. It's just I'm putting these girls through a, like, Hunger Games-esque type of routine in order to actually get me in person because I'm, A, convinced that they're all trying to catfish me, B, convinced that they're all trying to kill me. So they're going through some trials and tribulations here. There's, like, a little bit of battle going on for them to actually get me in person. There's a lot of... A lot of different FaceTime dates and uh, requirements of that sort kind of going on. Ah, so the FaceTime dates. All right, you told me a little bit about this dude. You told me you're setting him up. What's this like? What are you doing? Are you are you just like having them say 7 p.m. on a Tuesday we got a FaceTime date? Or is it like an impromptu thing where you just hit him up randomly? Uh, it depends, man. During quarantine, uh, it was potentially more of the like, hey, let's do this because we have no other option. Uh, but now I'd say it's more spontaneous. Uh, two big reasons for the FaceTime date, man. Number one is you get to actually like interact with these people in a way similar that you would if they were standing next to you. Number two, gets rid of these fucking Instagram and like other filters that these girls are using. And it's just, you, you have no idea who you're actually getting. And FaceTime gets rid of that. Yeah, you had a term for that. What do you call these girls, Brandon? Filterella. Filterella. They are, they're getting aggressive with these filters. It's getting really, it's like a different human being that you're looking at. It's it's unbelievable. Like, and I used to be like, oh, like it's enhancing. It's it's turning these people into supermodels. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what their thought process is of like tricking someone into going on a date with somebody that's not that person. I don't see where the I don't see what the benefit is of it unless they think they're just like 
some superstar personality human being. I mean, unless your strategy is you're going to get me there and just like wow me to, with your personality to the point where, you know, the, the filtering and the, the looks aren't going to matter. I mean, I guess you could go with that, but I'm still going to be upset that I'm not getting the person that I saw in your photos. How dejecting is it when you meet someone for the first time off the internet and your very first thought, Brandon, is, oh shit, that's them? Like, that initial letdown compared to what you expected, like, how can that be in any way redeemable? Yeah, and I mean, I guess there's the, the two strategies to it, right? I mean, and I've been told I look a lot better in person than in photos, but I, I, mean, agree. I agree. maybe I'm getting less matches because I'm not, like, doing filters on my photos. So the, the strategy is I'd rather, like, get in front of you and do something with it than have you just swipe the wrong way on me. I don't know. I'll tell you this, Brand. Um, in terms of more matches, I think I'm doing better on that. I had a unique experience with a girl who I met on one of the apps. Seems like a super sweet girl. She seems very, very nice. We seem to have a very good rapport. I'm actually like looking forward to potentially meeting her in real life, which is very unusual for me. I don't meet a lot of these girls. But she did something, Brandon, and I, I can't put my finger on it whether I think it's great or I'm a little confused. And I'm going to tell you and the listeners right now, and that is this. The girl started using terms of endearment like babe and baby and sweetheart and really nice pet names that I thought were kind of nice. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, wait a second. Is it too soon to start to talk like this with somebody that we haven't met? Like, like what's your thought there, Randy? What do you think? I, I, can't, I can't wait to hear this. Let me ask you this first. Are you thinking about meeting up with this girl? Just yes or no really quick for our listeners. Yes, yes. Okay, so listeners, we may have an opening here on the show looking for a host because Albert's going to get killed, clearly. <laughs> you, you think that, uh, that these are red flags, that this may be a potentially an unstable human? You ever see the flags that they fly at like car dealerships that are they're so massive you can see from miles away? That's what that is to me. That's what, that's what the pet names are without meeting me because she's dropping the, the babe on me? Yeah, I mean, unless really? she's just a big fan of like the pig movie, like this this has that sign written all over it for Ooh, me. Ooh, babe, pig in the city, great film, great film. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a scary one for me. And I mean, maybe she's Southern and she's using it like, you know, sweetie or honey or dear, but I don't know, babe seems next level and definitely too soon. It was a little bit, at first I'm like, that's nice, because you and I historically, I feel like when we're into a girl, we generally like the early babes. We're like, ooh, there it is. It's nice. But the difference is it's always been with somebody we met in real life. Like, we actually, like, spent time in a room with that person. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a mushy-gushy big softy, man. I got no problem with it once you, like, have an actual in-person physical interaction and it's, like, clear you have a connection. But I just don't believe you can have that strong of a connection without meeting somebody first. Uh, did you did you FaceTime with this girl or this is just time? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, perfect. I have not done any FaceTiming at all. Actually, no. No, actually, you're right. You know what? I did do a FaceTime. I had had a couple beverages. I had a few Chardonnays with dinner. That oh, night. so that means you probably dropped the babe first. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how far we can take it in that capacity, but we might have to put that up, guys. We might have to put up a poll on our, it's not polite to ask, social media page asking, what do you think, Brandon? How soon is too soon to call someone babe? That's not even this. This is, can you call someone babe before you see them in person? It's a whole different wow, thing. that's another one. Yeah, you're right. Dude, if you meet someone day one, while, while I think it's like almost never appropriate, you could meet them in person day one, next day, sure, drop a babe, but you have not met this person yet. What's that show? What's that terrible television show that it's like 90 Day Fiance or one of those shows? Where oh, they one like, of those just trash things. No, I, they like literally meet somebody from another country and they like get engaged and fall in love and like most of the time they haven't met. Yeah, that's the like route that. this girl's on. So she's on the 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, it could be less. 
which is good for me because I do have a large wager and I'm trying to get married. Yeah, well, just again, just in case, viewers, it doesn't sound like Albert's going to make it much further meeting up with this, uh, we'll call her Red Flag Girl, or, or you know what, we'll call her Babe. We're going to call her this girl Babe. Uh, Albert's going to meet up with Babe, and, uh, you know, I don't like the, I don't like his chances. We are here. going to give Babe a shot. Listen, this is, I'm still working my way into this online dating game. Brandon, you're a 30-year-old dude. You're jacked. You're successful. Do you have any interesting stuff that's happened to you with girls and things that they've said to you? I do have uh, one uh, interesting interaction lately, and uh, should I go, go? Should I go right to the phone? Should I oh, should I bring it up on the phone? Here we go. All right, let's bring it up on the phone. Hold on one second. Here we go. So I'm interacting with this girl, and we're going through the you know likes, dislikes, getting to know each other phase a little bit. And I uh, I had said something to her, and I go so. Let me hear a couple more facts about you, a couple more interesting things that kind of make you you. Okay, makes sense. You're getting to know her. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to know her. Let's see if we can find this. Okay, so what happened? You guys are texting. What's going on here? Like, what's the communication like? Yeah, so we're texting, getting to know each other a little bit more. And I go, so I want to hear some more about you. And she goes, let's see. Well, I hate noises. That's actually what she said. She said, I hate noises? She said, I hate noises. Noises, and that was the end of her portion of that, you know, small interaction there. Brian, I gotta tell you, you said I'm gonna get killed by a girl that called me babe. Meanwhile, you're communicating with a human being who thinks their thing to tell you about themselves is I hate noises. Well, at least we know if she kills me, it's gonna be quietly. <laughs> <laughs> she really brings to life the term silent but deadly. Oh yeah. So my response naturally is, so are you really into mimes? Question <laughs> mark. So you're telling me she hates noises. So if you bring this girl to the movie theater, her favorite part of the film is probably when they put on the screen, silence is golden? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's obviously not like the sound of people eating popcorn or anything like that, but... Uh, oh, the little straw, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people slurping on their drinks or something like that. And that's what it comes come to find out. That's what she said she actually hates is like people tapping their pens and things like that. Dude, her answer of noises literally sounds like something that Sean Connery would say on the old SNL fake Jeopardy skit. Oh, for sure. He'd be like, your mother was making noises last night, Trebek. <laughs> this is... Shout out to my uh, Sean Connery impression. Oh there. my! This is literally, dude. Like, you know, you know what? You know what? You know who her favorite actor is? Who's okay. that? Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> uh, you, here we go. You know what her favorite movie is? Hit us with it. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, there you go, Brandon. You know what her least favorite movie is? What's that, buddy? The Sound of Music. And there it is. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. This this will literally never get old, and I I really. Pray to my lucky stars, Brandon. I pray with every ounce that I have that you and this girl end up working out because I will literally never, ever not call her. Oh, yeah, for sure. With my luck, absolutely. She and I are going to hit it off, and then she's going to find this podcast, and it's just going to all be over. And you know what? Here, babe, sweetie, I knew it was going to work out from the beginning. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I didn't mean any of it. Your noises thing is totally fine. Don't use babe, Brandon. Babe is my girl. Your girl is noises. And I'm oh, always going to call her noises. Always. All right, so noises, sweetie, <laughs> I love you. I'm so sorry that I talk shit about you on this podcast. And that's exactly what I needed well, in my life, right? Something toxic that's going to prevent me from getting in a relationship. Well, the good news is because of her interest, it's very unlikely that she listens to podcasts. Yeah, there, that, that makes sense. 
But I really, I'm, I'm serious. That's that's exactly what I needed. Something to make my dating life harder. I don't play golf. I don't do video games. I really needed this podcast to kind of interrupt the flow of me getting with a nice young lady. And that's the thing. This podcast was supposed to be a reflection of what's going on in our lives in a comedic fashion. But I think it's actually now starting to lead the direction. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to allow you guys, the listeners at home, to basically... Start to enjoy the suffering that is the date in day life of me, your host, Albert Estrada, and our interim co-host, Brandon Shaw, in a yeah. way that lets you see what it's really all about. So, so Brandon, what do you think? We have to take these two girls out now, right? We, like, have to. Oh, we don't have a choice. Yeah. Just as an experiment for our listeners and for ourselves. We, we have I think to we owe it. it. We owe it to them. We 100% owe it to them. I, I don't think there's any other way. Speaking of experiments with dating, you know what? I think I've been thinking about this idea because we talked about it during covid and we were excited about it, and I'm going to share it with you guys, the listeners, today. So, Brandon and I came up with this concept. Basically, going to do this, guys. We're going to hit the country. USA, it's not polite to ask, is coming to you. Are we doing a tour? Kind of. So, it's like an antiques roadshow? In a way. Brandon, tell the listeners who we are. We are? We are international businessmen. We are international businessmen. Basically, the idea is this. Brandon and I are over the dating scene in South Florida. We've kind of come to our wits end, so we realize we need an experiment. We gotta branch out. We gotta go and see what's out there. So we are gonna go on, I hate to use the term fake, but can we say imaginary business trips? No, I mean, as long as you're with me, there's real estate all over the country. I'm in real estate. We're scouting out the real estate, yeah. There is real estate, and there's business to be done. For sure, yeah. Listen, we are going to go go to places, guys. This is a real thing we wanted to do. It's really a social experiment. We want to see what other parts of the country are like from a, not just a dating standpoint, Brandon, but a human being standpoint. We basically want to figure out, are we the problem or is where we are the problem? Oh, yeah. Almost definitely it's going to turn out that we're the problem just in different locations, but ultimately we got to give it a shot, buddy. Oh, it's almost a certainty that we are the problem. Oh, we're sure. the ones that are right. We're going to end up on the third leg of this trip in Charleston, South Carolina, and we're just going to be like sad, moping in a motel when we realize that everyone's okay and we're just the ones that are a little bit weird. Yeah, the good news is it's going to create some uh, really good opportunities for frequent flyer miles. The bad news is if it does turn out to be successful, scheduling nightmare. We're going to be like, oh yeah, I got a date with Lisa in Nashville on Wednesday, and then I got to go see Diana in Austin, Texas on Friday. Not to mention what's going to happen when we meet Phyllis in Philadelphia, but it turns out that she actually somehow lives in Anchorage, Alaska, so now we got to fucking go all the way across the country, meet this girl in a, in a cold place, and next thing you know now, you're an Eskimo. Yeah, we should make it harder on ourselves and only meet girls whose first letter of their first name matches the city that we're in. That actually made it a lot simpler to remember. Be like, oh, I gotta go see Becky down in Bama. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Cassie in Colorado. That's not the city, but you get the point. Oh, yeah, we understand. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, Debbie here, in Denver. Here at the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast, we're not the best with geography. We're not the best with dating. We're really not the best with a lot of things. And that's why we're letting you guys, the listeners, choose. We're gonna put up a poll, actually, guys. This is gonna be a real thing. We're gonna put up four cities in the United States, and we're gonna let you guys the listeners, the audience, the lifeblood of this program, select where Brandon Shaw and myself are going to take our first trip, guys. You guys are going to pick it. You're picking where we go for a weekend to be international businessmen. Wait, wait, wait. But you're going to give options here, right? We're not going to end up in buttfuck Alabama here? No, 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 no. We're going to create four uh, well-selected options that I think you and I would be okay with, especially now with COVID and not every place is open. So we want to go somewhere where there's people, where it's thriving, where it's not locked down. Is anybody really thriving? I think people are thriving somewhere. What do you think? 
Yeah, we're probably in the most thriving state in the country right now. Oh yeah, that, the irony of this whole thing is that you and I are in the best place to be where everybody is moving to South Florida and we're like, what should we do? Get out of here. Yeah, people from all over the country are really here. We can just save ourselves a whole lot of airline time. I know, it's, we're, we have, we have, we're so bad at what we do that we decided the time to leave is the best time to stay. Yeah, you're like, we're like, everyone's coming here, let's leave. I will say I've met some people that have been visiting recently and I've been refreshed by some of the attitudes from some of the outside people. I don't know what it is, Brandon, but for some, there's a lot of parts of this country, like in the Midwest and stuff like that, where people are just, they just seem friendlier. People here just seem disgusted all the time. Not even like upset or like mad, they seem like disgusted. If you're having a conversation with somebody that you don't know, it's just like, why are you speaking with Okay, Brandon, so this question's for me and the listeners. Brandon, you've always had kind of a little bit of a masochistic dating past where you told Uh-oh. me you kind of like when a girl's a little bitchy to you. You've told me you like girls. What's your quote about why you like girls with tattoos, Brandon? Oh, I like girls with tattoos because they know they make bad decisions. So here's, here's the, the chink in our plan. What happens when we go to these places that potentially have some sweeter people? Are you going to do worse with nicer humans? I think that what I mean from like liking a little bit more of the uh, quote bitchiness is an interaction that has a lot of like intense banter and like girls giving me shit and that kind of thing. Not someone who's like, ugh. I get it. So you like a little bit of the spice and like the back and forth and the band. That yeah, like the yeah. And, okay, a little, yeah. A little verbal jousting. See, I'm the exact opposite. I want like a nice, sweet, southern, midwestern energy. You want her to be like, where are y'all from? Would you like some sweet tea? Oh, my God. I just, I feel like it moved a little bit. <laughs> just, just when you said that. I really don't that's, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's because I'm It's six I'm, years of exhaustion. You have six years of exhaustion on me. You're over it. I'm over it. It's true. I don't know what it is, but I, we're going we're gonna to do this, and we're going to try our best. And listen, if one of us isn't here next week, it means we may have been abducted or murdered by babe or noises. Odds are it's going to be babe. She sounds a little bit more intense. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we're dating the wrong girls. Maybe I'm supposed to be with noises, and you're supposed to be with babe. Or you know what we can do? We can at least normalize, like, if you go out on one of these dates and, like, there's not a direct love connection there, but that person's clearly cool. Can we normalize, like, offering them, like, one of your cute, single, attractive friends that they might hit it off with? Oh, my gosh. Actually, what you're saying, dude, I actually absolutely love this. I don't think there's enough of what used to be the way people met, which is, let me introduce you to my friend. That used to be the number one way that I think people usually get together. I think that's a big problem with the the... Digital dating thing is, like, if you don't have an instant connection, like, you're discarded. You know, I tried that, Brandon. I tried that recently. Oh, yeah? I matched with some girls, and I literally said, because sometimes I'm just not paying attention, and I, and I know... Most like, of life, right, for you? Yeah, most of life. Driving, you know, work uh, right now. Yeah, oh, you're doing the old swipe and drive? Uh, it depends. I'm just saying, I, I'm not paying attention a lot of time. And I'll match with some girls that I don't really have that much interest with, and I literally will tell them, hey, you know what? I don't think that you and I are aligned that way but let me introduce you a friend of mine and i think that that's should be like kind of a thing right that's good man so if i don't hit it off with noises i can be like hey here's the thing i've got a tall single uh what do you describe yourself as caramel what's what's the real what's the real <laughs> descriptive word here to describe your, your skin tone i'm a shade of caramel and mocha yeah some type some type of sweet right caramel caramel like an espresso chip no yeah a little bit, Is that too- a little bit. A little, a little cafe con leche. we have a picture of you on the uh it's not polite to ask social media page. We need a, a poll for that as well. What color is Albert? What color am I? Yeah. You want people to give 
give their impression of my color. But okay, using fair. only, but using only like foods or things around Ooh, you. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I, I feel like I'm the color of like a Werther's original hard candy. Oh, the caramel ones. Yeah. My grandfather always used to have those in his Every pocket. grandfather yeah, yeah, used yeah. to have that. I think when you turn 65, Werther's just starts sending you back. <laughs> like that's what they're like. All right, you made it. You made it here. All right. So, so your your caramel color. So I've got a caramel colored successful friend. And while you and I didn't hit it off, like, hey, this is an opportunity. Try again. Because then at least they've met me. And even though there's not a love connection there, they know I'm not a psycho. And you should have a warmer interaction. You know what, you know what doesn't go well? Uh-oh. When you match with a girl and then you say, hey, I don't really have that much romantic interest in you. Which means you think that they're not attractive. Yeah. Or you say something to that regard. But you say, hey, how about your friend in this one picture in the white shirt? Oh. You can never do that. I feel like that's gone very, very far. Shocker. It's basically you giving the Heisman over the phone to her and being like, get out of the way, I want her. Can you please uh, get rid of your romantic but, interest in me? But Brandon, I honestly think that guys would act differently. I think if a girl matched with me and saw a picture of me and you and said, hey, is your friend available? It's I, literally I happened. It's literally happened. I wouldn't be mad about it. Oh, it's literally it. happened to me. Yes, yeah, it literally happened to me. And I had no problem whatsoever. Right. And I put her in touch with him. Wait, you didn't give her my number? What happened? Well... It was a different friend? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like if a guy has a girl tell him, hey, I want to like meet your friend, the guy would be like, heck yeah, like, let me support my pal. Whereas girls seem to be very different with that. I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Here's the problem. It's the whole like guys like truly being happy for their guys type of thing and girls having like resentment because Becky is cuter in that photo. Which also is... You should never have somebody that's more attractive than you. Oh, uh, nothing's more annoying than having to root, having to see a, pic, a picture of a girl on a dating site or anywhere and having to root for, I hope it's the second one from the right. Can you can you tell me if this has actually happened to you? I'm laughing through it because it's, it's so idiotic on my part. It happens to me all of the time. I'll be going through a girl's profile or her initial profile picture even, and I'll be like, ooh, she's attractive. And then not processing that, you know, the girl in the wedding dress is not available for dating. <laughs> oh, you, all the time. You miss that the girl all in the, the wedding dress is all not the, time. the one. Why, why do so many girls have their bridesmaids photo with the most attractive bride I've ever seen? It like It's like in a magazine. And my eyes immediately go to the pretty girl in the white dress. And I'm like, that's a really long white dress. That's a really, really white dress. Oh, that's her wedding photo. <laughs> You're like, she looks like an angel. Oh, oh my God. And every time I laugh, and every time I'm like, you're a fucking moron, and I feel dumb about it. But You're like, is that guy her dad? No, that's the guy getting them married. But you've got to have some freaking tact and not have somebody that's way more attractive than you in your photos. Because you might be a perfectly lovely person, but if you're next to Adriana Lima, you're going to look a lot less attractive. I don't understand girls that do that. I don't understand. They put, up, they put somebody who's clearly going to catch your eye more, like you said, and then they get offended if you mention them. It doesn't make any sense They need me. They need some help from our buddy Jared Psych Lawrence, pal. Jared Psych Lawrence. Girls too. Girls need some help too. They really do. Well, we should normalize that, Brandon. We should actually try to promote that. Here at the It's Not Polite to Ask podcast, we might not do that much for mankind in a positive way, but this is something we're going to put our foot down with, guys. We're going to ask you people to be more open with your dating of helping your friends connect with others because just because you and person A don't get along so well or don't have a romantic connection doesn't mean your friend or their friend or somebody else might not work well. I had Jared, Psych Lawrence, who we had on the last program, tell me about a, a girl that he wanted to introduce me to, and this exact thing happened, Brandon. He's like, this girl's great, she was in these pageants, and he showed me a picture of her, and immediately when I saw it, I was like, please let it be this girl on the right who's taller and Which, of much course, more. it never is. It's never the girl you want. 
it, I mean, and the other girl wasn't bad, but I can't. You know what? I, I don't think that if I waited to 36 years old, that you I should. You're the type you're more drawn towards. I have an archetype that I'm into, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I don't think that's. I think that's okay for everybody. I think for every person deserves to be with someone that fulfills them in a variety of ways. And I think physicality and that initial spark is an important thing. So what we've learned is maybe if it doesn't work out for me with Babe or you with Noises, maybe Noises has a friend who's. Maybe afraid of some weird smells. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We'll maybe. go through all the five senses and so we're all the girls are with all our friends. Maybe one of her friends just happens to be the one for you, buddy. Yeah, could be. Yeah, could be. I mean, I smell an opportunity here. Wow. You know what? I'm hearing what you're saying right now. Uh, noises. Gotcha. You can taste the opportunity. Whoa. On that note, I think that we have to go on these <laughs> dates with noises and babe and uh, report back Let, to the listeners. Let's hope here. that these girls didn't hear these last couple dad jokes. Oh, what cocky them. assholes we are, too. We're like, these girls are dare, guaranteed going to go on the date with us. Oh, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be hilarious when the listeners check back in and say, well, how did it go on these dates? And we're just like, yeah, they both canceled. Oh, you know what's going to happen now that we've said this? It's going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were the other guy in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is good stuff. On that note... We are out of time, unfortunately, but we will catch you the next time for my fantastic interim co-host, Mr. Brandon Shaw. I'm your host, Albert Destrade, and always remember, it's not polite to ask.